Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. All right, and we do welcome in Chelsea Messenger back for another week here on Sports Daily. Another full week of football Beginning tonight with Thursday night football, college football, the NFL weekend, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, it's the best time of the year. How are you? Yeah, busy. We've got a lot of football on our plates, but in a good way. We've got a full slate of football uh, on Sunday. In the betting world, we call it overreaction week because usually people see week one and they form these very strong opinions on teams after one week of football. So sometimes you can take advantage of that. Well, let's start with Thursday night football then, Chelsea, because I think we got a, a team that might be ripe for some week one overreactions in the Minnesota Vikings, who did absolutely everything they could to blow that game against the Buccaneers, you know, three what, three red zone turnovers, whatever it was. What are you looking at tonight as the Eagles come in as six and a half point favorites on BetMGM? I think this is a tough one to pick against the spread because obviously you see the Eagles at home. It's their home opener. They absolutely destroyed the Vikings last year in this exact scenario. Won that game 24-7. Kirk Cousins had three interceptions. Uh, But again, the Eagles, it's not like they looked beatable last week, but they definitely let the Patriots hang around. I think the difference is that defensively, this is a much easier matchup for the Eagles than the Patriots were. The Eagles are at home. Uh, They get a Vikings defense that was not very good last year. But I think instead of laying a big number, which I don't love doing in the NFL, anything over six feels a little skittish to me. I think I'm going to go with the Eagles team total in the first half. Last season, the Eagles were the best scoring offense in the entire NFL in the first half of football games. The number is 13 and a half. I think the Eagles can definitely score 14 points in the first half of this game. They did it against uh, the Patriots last week. That game was on the road. Hell, it was even Tom Brady day. Had Tom Brady prancing around there. So uh, I think at home, this is going to be an easier play. I think we see much more out of this Viking, or excuse me, this Eagles offense tonight than we saw in week one of the season. Chelsea, I keep going back and forth in my mind with the over under for tonight. I mean, on the one hand, 
You've got a Vikings offense with guys like Justin Jefferson and then Jordan Addison had a great debut in the NFL last week for the Vikings. And then, of course, we know about what Jalen Hurts on the other side can do with that Eagles offense and the Vikings defense, like you mentioned, wasn't good last year. That being said, the the Eagles defense has been pretty solid. So I'm kind of going back and forth on a good play there. Is that uh, an area that you're staying away from or do you have a good read on that? I think the total looks a little high to me, and we know that primetime unders have really been the trend. Over the last four seasons, they've hit at a 60% clip. We've already seen three primetime unders hit this season, but you're right. There are definitely some reasons that might make you think that there are points to be scored in this one. Looking at the injury report, the Eagles have some injuries on their secondary that could be an issue. James Bradbury out with a, out for this one. Also, Reed Blankenship starting safety. So maybe the Vikings can pick apart that side of the secondary. I know the Vikings have Justin Jefferson, but also the Eagles have Darius Slay, who is healthy for this game and limited Justin Jefferson in a big way last time around. So I feel like there's just sabotage factors for all of this. Also, the Vikings offensive line has some issues, too. Uh, their center is out for this game. Kirk Cousins uh, had some issues on some of the snaps last week. How do you think that's going to go when a center's out? Uh, probably not very good when you have an Eagles defensive line that was one of the best in the NFL at getting pressure on opposing quarterbacks. So I think I'd lean towards the under, but you're right. Both of these offenses definitely have the pieces to put up a lot of points. All right, let's look ahead, Chelsea. Then, well, first, anything else on tonight's game before we look at college football this weekend? Any player props or anything like that you're looking at? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go with old reliable Kirk Cousins to throw an interception for minus one fifteen. We've all heard the narratives about Kirk Cousins in prime time, warranted or not. This is still a very tough secondary for the Eagles. Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions last time these two faced off, and also just by virtue of the fact that I think he's going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. He threw it 44 times against the Bucks. If you believe in game script, if you think the Vikings are going to be playing from behind, it just, there are more opportunities for him to throw interceptions if he's throwing the ball quite a bit. So I do like that one. Kirk Cousins to throw a pick minus 115. All right. So college football this weekend, Chelsea, uh, the app that I'm on right now actually has a separate tab entirely dedicated to Colorado. That's been the story in the college football season so far. You know, you've got all the other college football games, and then you have the Rocky Mountain Showdown with Colorado and Colorado State. The Buffaloes are 23-and-a-half-point favorites right now, uh, from what I can tell. Where do you land on the world of Colorado? Uh, I mean, I know that Colorado State is not a good football team, but clearly the, the hype around what Coach Prime is doing and all of that through two weeks, it's bigger than anything else. Exactly. This is where it's tough because I think the hype train is probably off the rails. But again, it's a really talented squad that clearly the books were a little bit too low on. I think I'd go ahead and lay it with Colorado here. I think Deion Sanders is out to prove to the world that Colorado uh, deserves to be up there when it comes to teams that you talk about as best teams in the nation, warranted or not. I think he's here to make a statement. You're right. Colorado State is not a good team. And this offense Boy, do they have fireworks. It's not just Shooter Sanders. They have some really good receivers. Uh, and Nebraska has a much better defense. And they were still uh, hitting some highlight reel-worthy plays against that Nebraska defense. The problem with Nebraska is they didn't really have the offense to keep up with Colorado. But I do think this is another statement win for Colorado. Yes, it's against Colorado State. 
But if anybody can get his boys motivated for a game that is a cupcake, I think Deion Sanders is somebody who can keep the troops motivated and ready to crush. So I'd take uh, Colorado land a big number here. What else on the college slate has your interest this weekend, Chelsea? God, the college slate is not good this week. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it's not my favorite week in college football. I think the game that a lot of people around here are talking about, Tennessee and Florida. This is a big rivalry matchup. We've got Tennessee laying six and a half. Tennessee did not look great last week. Their offense, you know, came to life a little bit in the second half. But still, if we are talking from a talent perspective, Tennessee is the much more talented squad here. Florida has not looked good at all this season. We saw it in the blowout against Utah. Uh, granted that that game was at Utah, but still Florida does not have the talent that they normally have this year. Graham Mertz is not somebody I want to get behind as a starting quarterback and Tennessee has the high flying offense to certainly cover a six and a half number sabotage factor being Florida has really owned Tennessee over uh, the past mm, 30 years or something. So maybe that's sticking out in Tennessee's mind, but still, if we are talking about this year's squad, I'll take Tennessee laying the points. Chelsea, getting back to the NFL uh, slate for this weekend, the Chiefs on the road in Jacksonville taking on the Jags. Of course, the Chiefs, one-point losers on that opening night game against the Lions. Right now, the Chiefs are laying three-and-a-half points in a road game against Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, and that really talented offense in Jacksonville. How do you see that game playing out? Yeah, when this game was at three, I loved the Chiefs. Now at three-and-a-half, I'm not super sure. But still, against the spread, the Chiefs have been much better on the road than they have been at home. I'm not sure why that is. I think maybe there's a little extra built in because we know Arrowhead is a really tough place to play, but sometimes it does not translate into covering some big spreads. So this is not a big spread. Three and a half, I think, is a coverable number for the Chiefs, especially with Chris Jones back in the lineup. Uh, It's not my favorite play of the week, but again, I think it is a solid play. Looking at those teams that people saw struggle in week one, and then we see the overreactions, and then maybe trusting those teams in week two. I think that's probably the case with the Kansas City Chiefs. What about your favorite plays then of the week in the NFL? What are you uh, What are you putting your money on this weekend? Yeah, uh, my favorite, very specific play of the week is Justin Herbert over his passing prop of two eighty three and a half against the Tennessee Titans. One thing you don't do against the Titans is run the football. One of the best run defenses in the league. Last time the Titans and the Chargers faced off, Justin Herbert threw for 313 yards, despite that being a really low-scoring game. The Titans secondary gave up the most passing yards per game of any team in the NFL last season. I know Justin Herbert did not get this in the first game of the season, but the Dolphins' run defense was atrocious. It is a much different matchup against the Titans. I think Justin Herbert goes off or at least throws for a bunch of yards. So let's take the over 283 and a half for Justin Herbert and his passing yards. Are you concerned at all about any of the teams that really did struggle in week one? I know you mentioned the overreaction factor, but I'm thinking of teams like the Bengals and the Bills, the Giants getting shut out in primetime on Sunday night football. Is all of that overreacting to think that any of those teams are in legitimate trouble or was it just a really slow start to the season for them? Well, week one's always chaos. That's kind of how it's always gone in the NFL. I think nobody's worrying about the Bengals, and for good reason. Like, Joe Burrow didn't even eclipse 100 yards, but he's still a good quarterback. I think everybody's expecting him to bounce back. That's not saying that I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Bengals, 
because that's a divisional matchup. I think it's going to be low scoring, a uh, total of 46 and a half there. Uh, but the other one that I really cannot decide on is the Steelers. The Steelers burn me, and they burn me bad in week one. So, personally, it's hard for me to look at them differently. But that's one of the favorite picks among uh, the gambling world this week is the Steelers getting two and a half at home against the Browns. So, maybe an overreaction there. I don't know if I can trust that offense. Uh, I do think the unders are worth, worth the play in that game. AFC North matchup, two great defenses. Miles Garrett proving, again, why he is one of the best defenders in the league. Uh, but the Steelers are one that, like the gambling world, they love them this week. Uh, but me, not so much. Yeah, the gambling world loved them last week a lot, too. Uh, <laughs> I've, I'm not sure there's a team over the last season and one game that I've, I've lost more with than the Steelers. Anything else, Chelsea? We've got a couple of minutes left. Anything else on the NFL slate we need to be privy to this weekend? Yeah, let's hit the under in the Commanders and the Broncos. I think we saw this trend in week one. Unders went 12-4 and four to start the season. And we've seen this uh, over the course of recent history where week one, defenses really rule the roost. Week two, it's not as prominent, but unders are still a trend. Uh, I think this is a game where you kind of apply that to. Broncos and Commanders both have great defensive lines. The Commanders' defense uh, was amazing in week one. Montez Sweat is absolutely going to get paid. Uh, and also you've got Sam Howell, who still is very much a rookie. He's not in the rookie class, but he has played a total of two NFL starts. So he is still a rookie in my book. Going to the Mile High City, I don't think it's going to be an easy start for him. We know the Broncos' offense still has a ways to go. So let's hit the under between the Commanders and the Broncos. All right, Chelsea, we appreciate it. Good luck with the bets this weekend. Let's do this again next week. Yeah, thanks for having me. On the line is the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. How about the Odyssey app? That'd be a great place to go. Uh, all right. Uh, Let's give something away on the way out, and as we get ready for hour number two, Tommy, let's do uh, let's do the Kreischer tickets. So comedian Burt Kreischer bringing his Tops Off World Tour to Wichita's Interest Bank Arena. The show is next Friday, September 22nd at 7 o'clock. Kreischer named the 2023 Stand-Up Comedian of the Year, by the way, at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal. So we'll give away a pair of tickets right now to that show Uh IHOP hotline's open, 869-1240. We're going to take a request of a, of a caller yesterday who's never fast enough. We'll do the fourth caller here, Chad. Fourth caller to the Kreischer Show, to the IHOP hotline. We'll come back. Hour number two, we'll get a winner. Tim Fitzgerald coming at the top of the hour. We'll be back with more Sports Daily right after this. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.